Hello everyone. I hope you're doing well. I am Supriya Anchan from the Technology Advisory Team at Nextime. And welcome to another topic in our series themed Women in Technology. The aim of this initiative is to connect with women from across the globe, making a difference in their area of work. I am joined today by Sharon Solomon. Sharon is accomplished information technology executive who has been leading information technology organizations for more than 25 years. Her strategic vision and ability to forge strong partnerships focus on the customer and then lead, motivate and communicate with her team sets her apart from the traditional CIO type leader. She has a stellar track record in helping organizations unleash the power within to be more accountable and improve performance. Sharon most recently retired as a CIO and senior vice president IT of Emergent Biosolutions. Her areas of expertise include strategy and technology planning, enterprise thinking, streamlining processes, leadership development, team building and leading change. She has a master's degree in measurements and statistics from the University of Maryland. She volunteered with the Healthcare Business Women's Association, whose purpose is to further the advancement and impact of women in the business of healthcare. Sharon also mentors IT professionals and those that are navigating changes in their careers. Welcome to this podcast, Sharon. It's a pleasure to have you with us today. Thank you so much, Supriya, and I'm really honored to be part of this series that you're doing. Sharon, so many different hats, so many different uh, things that you're doing within technology, outside technology, with women. What would you say are your areas of specialization? Well, you know, Supriya, for me, that's a really interesting question because as you think mm-hmm. about areas of specialization, specialization, you think about where is it um, that you would focus from a technical perspective. And when I think back about my career, maybe what I could share a little bit about is my background. And so I actually got a degree in elementary education. I realized that um, I... Teaching wasn't a passion of mine, and I always loved math, and so I wound up getting the master's in statistics. And my first pharmaceutical job uh, was doing data analysis, and that's really um, where I found my passion is how do you bring business value into the organization? And I think through the years, um, I my very first job was 17 years at one company. They changed hands seven times, and so I went through uh, what it was like to be part of a major corporation. Then we were sold out from that company to another major corporation, which some people might have heard of, Colgate-Palmolive. We were sold again. Um, Then we went through a leveraged buyout. We went public and then sold to another company. And what I learned through that was um, how to deal with change how to make sure that I was focused on what people were doing um, and how to lead through change, how to look at the enterprise picture and how to be very adaptable. So as I was looking at things that I was most interested in and I was looking at where the company was and where they needed something, I found that to be really where I started to specialize. And that, again, 
when you think about it is around the strategy, making sure we're pulling things through, we're looking at it from an enterprise perspective, and most importantly, Mm -hmm. around the people. Sharon, the kind of experience that you 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 mentioned in your first seventeen years is something that would take more than a lifetime for anybody uh, to go through in their professional career. I mean, you've been through so many iteration changes of hands and organization management, so on and so forth. How would you rate your 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 personal growth journey in the midst of you know all this change and upgrades that were happening? I think there's several things um, about my career journey that I would share and um, wonder how people that are listening today are thinking about it. The one that comes to mind for me as the very first thing is to think about your passion. What is it that you're most passionate about? How do you want to spend your time? What motivates you? What gives you energy? And I think it's okay to follow your passion, try new things, make mistakes, do that early on in your career. Um, it's, I learned that through all of that, I got to experience new technologies, you know, with um, going from mainframe based to client server to uh, whether we were going to outsource something or insource. And, you know, again, looking at that from well, what experiences could I take away? I think the other thing that as I look back, that was really important as I was growing into what I had my passion about in terms of leading organizations was to make sure that I was reflecting on each of the opportunities. I mean, sometimes you can't do everything that you're passionate about and it's around the opportunity and what can you learn from it. So throughout my career, I found that the best leaders will reflect who are they, how do they want to work with others, what are the different styles, how do others perceive them. I think that one of the other things that served me really well that I had to learn to do, and I um, also talked to some of my other women colleagues, because I think women have a hard time doing that. And this is reaching out, building relationships, and growing and developing your network. Have coffee or lunch or one-off conversations with other people. What feedback do they have for you? Um, You get an intellectual understanding and then kind of how do you apply that? And it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay (laughs) to reach out and say to someone, you know, um, I would love to talk to you. You have so much experience in this area and um, I value your, your input. And so... People are so willing to want to do that, and it just pays back dividends. I could give one example. Uh, when I went to become the CIO of MetaMune, it was um, I knew I was brought into a role where IT was not liked by the business. It was a very dysfunctional IT organization because of the company and its growth and where it had started from just, you know, a couple of servers to now it was going to become a billion dollar company and a multi-billion dollar company. And um, I had a partner in HR. She understood the culture of the company and there were just embedded and shadow IT groups everywhere. And these groups were value added within their organizations, but it wasn't really the best construct for where we needed to go for what needed to be uh, departmental IT versus enterprise IT. And so one of the things that I did, I would say to her, you know, Cecilia, 
you say that so well. I know in this meeting, I need to be the one to, you know, say these things. Can I practice with you? Would you give me feedback? And so we would go into the meeting where I would have done a dry run with her. Then after the meeting, I would have debriefed. And, you know, I just felt like we were in it together. And I think it's so important uh, to be able to do that. A couple of other things I'll touch upon just um, briefly is one of the things Supriya you're doing right now. And that's, you know, just look for leadership opportunities. It can be direct within your group. It can be cross-functional. It can be doing what you're doing where you had a passion about this topic for women in technology and how can you add value to that and learn from it. And here you are volunteering to coordinate that in the organization. So um, those are some of the things that I think are important to focus on. I will touch on one other one or two other ones. One is to look at your technical skills and, you know, you don't need necessarily to know everything, right? So you just surround yourself with people who do know and whatever role it is, you figure out where do you need to die deep? Where do you need to be up above and making sure you're looking at the bigger picture. And um, I think that leads into also what I'll call emotional intelligence skills. How do you listen and influence and collaborate? And so those are some of the things that I also would find very important as I look back and reflect on um, how I was able to grow and develop. Uh, Sharon, uh, you really touched upon a point which was which which kind of connected with me immediately. Is that uh, you know we often look back uh, or rather reflect on what we've done, but uh, in a more critical kind of a way where we're like, oh, I should have done that better, and oh, I could have done this better. So you you just kind of critically evaluate yourself. But something that you really uh, uh, spoke was about you know kind of learning from someone the skills that you need. You know whatever you learn on the way. It's very important that you're able to kind of communicate with someone with equal ease such that it becomes very inclusive. And especially when you're grooming yourself uh, you know, for, for, for moving ahead, these qualities come a long way. And, and actually, that brings me to my next question. What do you think uh, would be the areas one needs to kind of handle or address while grooming oneself for the next position? It's, it's such a good question to keep thinking about. As you move up in an organization, the relationships you have and the conversations you have and how you look at that from an enterprise perspective, that you understand what is important to others and also what is important to the team. And so being able to take all of that complexity together and have those conversations and then in advance, right, have at least a way to influence and um, get people's buy-in. And it's not that you're going to have everybody agree or that um, there, there's, there's ways to influence, if you will. So some of the things that I mm-hmm. think about that are really important in that way is bringing out the best in others. And there's ways to do that by having a positive growth mindset. It's very important as people see you as being 
positive in what you're doing, not not painting this beautiful picture necessarily, but in your approach and the way in which you respect and deal with others. I think it's really important um, to have a balance. I think also as women, we tend to want to do it all and take on everything. And so as you look, what's important to you from your uh, family situation or others is to make sure that you can reflect upon that. Um, is As you go forward, I'll come back to this um, influencing and relationship building because having good judgment skills, good analytical skills, good work ethic, these are things that are really important and others will see that in you. So as you have conversations to prepare for something maybe that you know the company needs, you do it in a way where you can start to bring others along and you build trust And people know then that, um, you know, it's about your character. You have authenticity by really um, having a concern for others and how you pull that through. And of course, your substance, you know, having confidence, your composure, your resonance. How do you deal with difficult situations? How do others perceive you in dealing with that? And then your style, you know, uh, People are always watching. They're always hearing. They're always listening. I found that to be really important. And that's why I would always reach out to some of my mentors and say, (laughs) how did I do that? You know, did I come across okay? Because what I was so passionate about, sometimes I was trying to really make a point. And what I needed Mm -hmm. to do was really to make sure I had others with me and understood where they were coming from. So how you show up, your intentionality, your inclusiveness, and um, being appropriately assertive. All very, very important things um, as you're looking to build out your career. Absolutely, Sharon. And I think the you know being assertive, assertive in a manner such that you you are inclusive, but at the same time you know the boundaries and you are kind of able to communicate in a manner which is clear. Uh, I mean, I mean, it may not be a, a pleasing to all, but it has to be very clear because when you're when you move up the rank. You would want to look at the larger goal or the bigger picture, the organization as a whole. And I think these are some of the qualities that probably we just need to learn. And like you said, connect back with, with people and ask, you know, what 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 I could have done better. Reflect on yourself and see how I could have done it, you know, in a much more positive and collective manner. And, and as you say that, one of the things I want to make sure that people take away is have confidence. Don't sell yourself short. You have so much to offer. And when you reflect back, it's just picking up those nuances that are going to make you even more successful as you go forward. <laughs> Sharon, you know, it's it's often said that it's very lonely on the top. And, you know, when you're moving up the ladder, things get very difficult or probably very rough, you know, because the decisions, because then you're not just doing you know your core uh, function but you're doing much beyond that you're connecting with a lot of people you're touching a lot of people uh, uh, in different ways and manners such that you that helps the growth of your organization what do you think for someone who's looking at uh, being a future leader or trying to be uh, move up you know to a higher role some qualities and skills that one must possess or one must uh, kind of start gaining or honing on It is lonely at the top. And as I think about my last 10 years, I surrounded myself um, with some folks that I knew that I could trust um, and talk to. And I learned inside what is really important to me. 
um, and to balance all of that out. I think it is so important to build trust and to know who you are and have integrity. It comes across in everything you do. And when I look back at some of my leadership development, and those were things that others in a 360 degree said about me, they said that it was the most important. And it was something that at least in my last 10 years, I know that I built. So I think um, that and having composure um, and confidence uh, without coming uh, across in a way that is uh, less than authentic. I think that's extremely important. And I think also um, for others to look at you as someone that they would go and talk with. And I think by building out your own network and developing your relationships, it builds trust And even people at lower levels in your organization, there's something about being the CIO and people say, oh, I could never talk to the CIO. And I used to shake my head going, I'm just a person like everyone else. And so finding ways to touch others because they have value and that value they bring to the table is what you're really trying to cultivate to give business value to the company and to the team that you're working with. Very true, Sharon. I think when we talk about uh, good leaders and great leaders, we thought we talk about people who've not just scaled high because of the commercial success of the organization, but rather who've stayed grounded and held on to their core values. These are the leaders that we always want to look up to. And I, and I think one other thing, it, it, Supriya, that I, I was just going to mention as you said that is it's okay to make choices about the right kind of company for you and the right kind of culture. Because when you talk about values, that is really important to work in a company that you feel has the right values for you. Absolutely, Sharon. And on that very, very positive and strong note, Sharon, thank you so very much for those interesting thoughts and sharing excerpts from your journey and experience. It's been a wonderful conversation. And I'm sure our listeners will find this session to be interesting and useful. To all our listeners, thank you for being part of this podcast. I hope you enjoyed this as much as we did it in putting it together. Stay tuned for another interesting conversation coming up in these series. Until then, stay safe and stay inspired. Stay inspired.